Well, howdy! This podcast is a proud member of the PodCon Go Network. PodCon Go, family-friendly shows that are fun for everyone. Welcome to Elderberry Tales. Wrap up and hold on to your reindeer. It's time for a story. Today's story is The Snow Queen, Part 2, by Hans Christian Andersen. So this is Part 2 of the story The Snow Queen. If you didn't hear Part 1 last week, you should probably go back and listen to that first, because without it, this won't make much sense. So our story ended last week, with Gerda hopping onto the reindeer, off to find Kai at the Snow Queen's palace in Lapland. Well, together they rode and rode until it got dark, and then they needed to find a place to stay for the night. Five. Two visits. They knocked on the door of a hut. An old woman opened the door and welcomed them in. Gerda, and the reindeer, told her about their search to find Kai. The old woman said, You still have a long way to go to get to Lapland. The Snow Queen's palace is a hundred miles away. How will we find it? said Gerda. The windows of her palace burn with a blue light that can be seen for miles around, said she. You can't miss it. But when you get there, do not go right up to the palace, First, look for a cabin nearby with a red door. Inside that cabin lives a Lapland woman, I know. The old woman picked up a piece of dried fish and wrote some words on it. Give her this fish, said the old woman, and she will help you. The next day, the reindeer and Gerda rode as fast as they could. They flew like the wind for three days. On the third day, they saw blue lights from afar. When they got closer, they saw it was a large, dark palace. Nearby, just as the woman had said, was a cabin with a red door. Very cold they were by then, and hungry too, and glad when a Lapland woman opened the door and let them warm themselves by her fire. Gerda told her that they had come looking for her dear friend Kai, and that Kai was last seen with the Snow Queen. She handed the fish to the Lapland woman. She read the words on the fish three times. Then she put it in the pot on the fire for soup, as she never wanted to waste anything. Did it tell you anything at all? cried out Gerda. The reindeer said, Something to give Gerda the power of ten men? The power of ten men? said the Lapland woman in a huff. That would be of very little use. There's nothing anyone can do for this girl that she cannot do for herself. She turned to Gerda. Your friend Kai got some bad glass in his eye. That is why the Snow Queen took him. By now, she has probably kissed him twice. That gives her full power over him. Surely something can be done, cried Gerda. Maybe, said the Lapland woman. 
she turned to the reindeer. Take Gerda to the Snow Queen's palace. You will see a bush with red berries half covered in snow. Put her down at the bush and wait for her there while she goes to find Kai. And Gerda, said she, turning to the girl, there is something you must know. When you find Kai, he will not want to leave. He is in her power. He thinks that her palace is the very best in the world. He has forgotten all about you. What will I do? Gerda cried out. Look at what you have already done, said the Lapland woman. Look at how far you have already come. And so Gerda mounted the reindeer, and off they went. Six, the palace of the Snow Queen. Oh no, said Gerda, after the cabin was no longer in sight. I left my fur boots behind. But there was no time to go back, so on they went. At the bush with red berries, Gerda climbed off the reindeer. There she was, with no boots, and her feet bare in the cold snow. But the queen's palace was right ahead of her, its blue lights burning in the windows. So Gerda walked on. As she went, she called and called for Kai. At last, there he was. He was sitting on top of a frozen lake, down on his knees. A throne sat on the lake, and it was empty. The Snow Queen had given Kai a job of setting pieces of ice into words. Other pieces of ice he must make into numbers, for this frozen lake was the Lake of Reason, and the throne was the very throne of the Snow Queen. Kai, called Gerda, but he did not look up. Kai's skin was dark blue, as if he was frozen. He had so little feeling left, he did not even notice the cold anymore. The Snow Queen was away, and Kai was busy with his task, working on the frozen lake. He moved one piece of ice here, and another there, making the words and numbers. Kai! called Gerda again. Still, Kai did not look up. Gerda ran right up to his face. Kai! Kai! At last, Kai looked up, but he looked right past her with his deep, dark eyes and did not see her at all. Gerda burst into tears. Cold and cutting was the wind on that lake. As Gerda cried, Kai, where are you? One of her tears blew right into Kai's face. The tear burned his face until his whole face felt hot. Then Kai, too, was crying. Gerda, said Kai, is that you? Kai shivered. He cried with joy, for the evil bit of glass was washed from his eye. Kai took Gerda's hands. Though they were both frozen cold, each of them felt warm inside. 7. Trip Back Home Gerda and Kai walked hand in hand, back to the bush with the red berries, where the reindeer waited. As they walked, the sun came out and warmed and dried them. The wind stopped, and birds started to chirp. Before they knew it, there was the reindeer in front of them. 
the reindeer took them back to the first old woman, who gave Gerda a new pair of fur boots. Each of them got a fur hat, too. As the reindeer carried them on the long road back home, who came along the road but the robber girl? She was riding the coat she had taken from Gerda, but Gerda was glad to see her, just the same. The robber girl said to Gerda, so this is the friend you traveled all the way across the world to save. I hope he was worth it. They all smiled. The robber girl said they should hop on her sleigh and she would give them a lift home. By the time they finally got home, it was summertime. And much to their surprise, they were all grown up. In the years that came to be, Gerda and Kai stayed the best of friends. There were no more adventures with the Snow Queen or the cold frozen north, and each lived a quiet life. But they knew, deep down, that no matter what, they would always look out for each other. Ooh, there is just something I love about that story. Probably because it reminds me of being a kid myself. And being a kid was pretty fun. I liked it. Most of the time. There is one part of this story that I think is really curious. Remember when Gerda visits the second old woman, the woman in Lapland, and the woman is basically telling her how hard it's going to be to save Kai. She's saying that the Snow Queen has Kai under her power because she's already kissed him twice. And she reminds Gerda that there is this glass in Kai's eye. And Gerda is like, what should I do? How can I save him? And all the woman says is, there is nothing anyone can do for you that you could not do for yourself. What do you think that even means? Do you think the story would have turned out any differently if the old woman had told Gerda exactly what to do? Do you think Gerda and Kai would have felt any differently about it? If I were Gerda, I think I would feel really proud <laughs> that I saved my friend through all of those adventures. And I think if I were Kai... I would feel really grateful, grateful to be rescued, and happy to be back home. This story was originally written by Hans Christian Andersen, but this version has been adapted a little bit by Elaine L. Lindy, just to make it a bit shorter and easier to understand. But if this is a story that you really loved, then I think you should find the original and read that version. There are even more adventures that Gerda has on her way to find Kai, and a lot more details. So I think you would actually enjoy it a lot. Thank you to Elaine Lindy and to Stories to Grow By for letting us use this story with their permission. And thanks to you for listening to Elderberry Tales. I'll see you next week.